Alright, so Yud Gimel Amad Beis is first of the wide, uh, the wide lines last word on the wide, first wide line Ton Rabbonon Okay Ton Rabbonon Shema Yisrael Hashem Melekeinu Hashem Echod Atkan Shricha Kavona Salei You need Kavona up till here in other words just the first posik Div Reb Meir that's what Reb Meir says and that's brought the halacha. Um the halacha halacha goes according to Reb Meir. Now the the uh, Brewer brings that the fact that you have to have kavona on the first posik of Shema is not only Shema but borrow shame as well. Borrow shame is included in that. And it's interesting. Mishnah Brewer brings the reason. Really, it's a Gemara and Psochim. Why do we say borrow shame? Why do we say it quietly? So the Gemara Pesachim says as follows: that when um, Yaakov Avinu wanted to reveal Lagalas Asakates, he wanted to reveal what's going to happen, and he was stopped from revealing it you know, to his sons in Parshas Vayachi. Um, the fact that he was stopped, he felt perhaps there's something going to be wrong in the future generations of his descendants. So they said, no, 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 we're all going to be loyal to Hashem. And they said, Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekein Hashem Echad. And he answered, Baruch Shenk V'amachos Alam Void. So then the Gemara says, well, should we put it in the Shema Yisrael or not? Because Moshe Rabbeinu did not say it. In the, in, in the Pulsar, it's the Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekein, it doesn't say Baruch Shenk. But how can we leave it out? Yaakov said it. So therefore we say it quietly. That's one reason. Another reason is that this was a tefillah which was taught by the Malachim to Moshe Rabbeinu. And therefore, since we don't want to pretend that we are on the level of Malachim, we're only boss of Adam, therefore we say it quietly. However, on Yom Kippur, where we are on the level of Malachim, so we say Baruch shame loud. Okay. Right, Tanya. Sumchus Aymer. Sumchus says, If you're Marich, you prolong the pronunciation of the word echad, then marichen la yomim mishnaisov. Then you get you get arichas yomim. Uh, the idea is midah kenegad midah. You are marich for Hashem. Hashem will be marich your your life. So now, how how are you marich the word echad? Am ravachah byakov uvedalad. When we say that you should be marich in the word echad. It means in the Dalit, because the point is like this. If you, for example, marich in the Ches, and you say Echod, Echod on its own doesn't mean anything. So until you've got the Dalit there, then it means Echod is a word is once, so it's no, no point. So you should be marich in the Dalit, but of course at the same time as we said before, you can't be marich too long, because if you're marich on the word Dalit, you say Echod, it's like as if there's a Shavon under the Dalit, but there's not. So you should be marich on the Dalit, um, in your sort of eager anticipation to get to the Dalad, you rush through Ches and you pronounce Ches <coughs> instead of a comet underneath. Echod. You pronounce it Echod because you're rushing to get through to the Dalad. That you shouldn't do either. Right? He saw that he was being Marich with the word Echod. Sort of more than he needed to. Once you acknowledge Hashem's sovereignty uh, in in Shemayim, Shemayim above, or the Matan on the earth, or the Abaruchas Hashemayim, and the four directions of the sky, Sula Srikas, you don't have to do it anymore. 
So this is indicated in the word Echod, because in Echod you've got Aleph. Aleph is, presumably means the one Hashem. The Ches is the seven heavens and earth, because there's heavens and earth, and we know there's seven heavens. That's Ches, and Dalad is the Abaruchos. So that's in the word Echod. So he says, once you've done that, Sulat Srikos, you don't have to exaggerate, you know, m- do it more. And the Mashal, we said that Mashal explains, there was a reason why he was saying this to him, because I mean, if he wants to be Marich, let him be Marich. The answer is, because by him being Marich with Echod, he wouldn't have Shmanesra but Sibur. So therefore that's why, uh, that's why he said to him, it's enough. When you say When you say the words You've got to be standing Now, you remember we learned to Machlos Beis Shema Beis Hillel And we passed like Beis Hillel That you can say Shema in any um, um, position. Any position, thanks Right uh, so, so what does this mean? That you, by me, you've got to say. What it means is, if you're walking, in order to have kavana, you've got to stop. So, Allah b'avecha is ba'amida. Alright, that, that Tosas actually says, Tosas kasha, here there's a kavana there. Tosas kasha, and he explains, it means while you're walking, if you say the word, Allah b'avecha, you have got to stop in all that you can concentrate. So but not anything. Oh, so wait, so say, ask the Gemara, Do you think it's just the words, in the middle of a posse, in the middle of nowhere? Yeah, we're up to Yud Gimel Ahmed base. And we're about, uh, yeah, just one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, Omar Avnosan Ukva. It's a double dot, it's seven lines from the first lot of wide lines. Yeah, you'd give him a lot of advice. Okay. Omar of Nosson? Okay. So we say like this. Omar of Nosson, Bama Ukfomer of Yehuda, Allah of Echo Bamida. So the, 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 the sort of initially, we understand that to mean when you say the words, Allah of Echo, Amida, you've got to stand up. Now we said Beishamah and Beis Hillel argue about, and Beis Hillel says, and we Paschal like him, you can daven Shema in any position at all. So what does it mean? So Tosus explains already, it means no, if you're going on the way, right, and you're saying Shema, then when you say Allah you should stop and stand still because that will aid your Kavona. So immediately ask the Gemara, Allah just these two words plucked out of the middle of the first paragraph of Shema, surely it doesn't mean that. Ela say Ad Allah from Shemayi Shal Baruch Shem, etc., until Bechalavah, until Alevavecha, that you should stand in one place to help your Kavonah, Mikavah From then onwards, you don't have to remain in one place, you can carry on walking. No, 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 that's what we said. Tyson said it doesn't mean if you're sitting down, suddenly you come to Alevavecha, or from Shemayi Shal, you have to stand up. Because we said already, we passed like Beis Hillel, you can say in, in, in any position. Now it just means if you happen to be walking, obviously when a person is walking, he can't concentrate as well as when he stands still. So therefore, you should stand still for that up till Allah No. If you happen to be walking, it's not good enough that you just stand still up till Allah You've got to stand still for the whole 
of the uh, first Pasha. For us, Rabbi Yechon, it's Hamei. Rabbi Yechon, he goes and calls into his own opinions. We had before, John Bachonah, Rabbi Yechon, Halacha, Krav Acha, Sha'omam, Shem, Rabbi Huda. We said that Halacha is like Rav Acha in the name of Rabbi Huda. Namely, we had that last week, that you've got to concentrate while saying the entire first paragraph of Shema. Okay, and therefore, since, since you need to be Mechavan, you need to have Kavona, you've got to be standing in one place. Ton Ravala. Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echod. Zu Kriya Shema Shal Rabbi Huda Nosi. This was the Kriya Shema of Rabbi Huda Nosi. Now, Rabbi Huda Nosi, he spent his entire day teaching Torah to his Talmudim, and therefore, he didn't want to interrupt with Kriya Shema, other than to say, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echod. Amalei Rav Rav Chia. Rav Center of Chia. These were Talmidim of Rabbi Huda Nossi. I didn't see Rabbi Huda Nossi ever be a Makabal O Machoshamayim. Rashi says, He used to start teaching his Talmidim before the Zman Krishma. When the Zman of Krishna came, I never saw him interrupting in order to say Krishna. Amalei Ruchia said to him, You're wrong. Ba'pachti. Ba'pachti is a respectful title of respect. We had in the Megillah, the Pachas, right? Pachas is the nobles, sons of nobles. When he's passing his hand over his face, you might think he's sort of scratching him, his ear or something like that. He's not. At that time, he is Makabla Olaval Machshemaim. He says Shema Yisrael. So now comes the question, Chazav Gomra. When, when he finished his Shia, so, obviously, when he finished his Shia, the time of Kriya Shema had passed. So, the question was, because it, Chazav Gomra, or Ena Chazav Gomra, would he, since he, since he had only said, just the Posuk of Shema Yisrael Hashem and Akeinu Hashem Echad, would he then, after Shia, when the Shia finished and the Zaman Kriya Shema has already passed, would he say the whole Kriya Shema, all three paragraphs, or not? So, Bakapara, I'm a Enechazvagomra, he would, he would not. Rishim Berebi, I'm a Chazvagomra, he would. I'm a Bakapara, Rishim Berebi. So, Bakapara said, Rishim, son of Rebi, Bishlem Lididi, according to me, fits him very well, that I'm in a Enechazvagomra. I say that Rebi did not say the whole of Shema afterwards. Hainza Mahad, Rebi, Ashmai says, Isboy Sears Mustraim. That is why every single day during the Shia, Rebbe would always find a vault connected with Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Because Enechazva Gomra, he would not finish her off, he would not finish off, say, about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Therefore, he made an extra effort to say something about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim during the Shia. But according to you, the Enechazva Gomra, but you say that Rebbe, after the end of the Shia, he went and said the whole of Krishna. Lomalela Dure. Why did he have to seek out a vault on Yitzhak Mishraim every day? I mean, it was clear the Shia couldn't have been about Yitzhak Mishraim every day. It was obvious that he sought one out. He, he tried to find it in order to be Makhaim, the midst of Yitzhak Mishraim. But according to you, who says that after the Shia, he said the whole of Shema in any case, all three paragraphs, why did he have to to say a vote about Yitzhak Mishraim during the Shia? So answer of Shimon answers, says, I'll tell you why. 
the reason why he said a vault about Yitzhak Mishraim in the Shia was in order to mention the Indian of Yitzhak Mishraim in the correct time because you've got to say it during the time of Kriya Shema now by the time he finished the Shia it was already not the Zaman Kriya Shema so that if, even though he, he sort of repeated the whole of Shema all three paragraphs of Shema but since he didn't say it since he didn't say the Yitzhak Mishraim at the time during Kriya Shema that's why he picked out a vault regarding Yitzhak Mishraim during the Shia which was the Zaman Kriya Shema Omrav Ila Bereid Rav Shmuel Bamas Mishmei Derav Omar if a person said Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echod he was then overcome by sleep Yotza nevertheless he's the ice who fulfilled his obligation and the Mephoshim explain it doesn't mean he fell asleep fast asleep because if he fell fast asleep then he's not Yotza it means he was sort of half asleep he was groggy in other words when he says Shema Yisrael he was fully attentive and he had the Kavona when it came to the rest of it he was sort of you know a bit groggy sort of you know sort of a bit sleepy but not that he was properly asleep. So he says, nevertheless, and, and this fits in very well with what we just learned, that Shema Yisrael, the halachas like Rameya, you only have to have kavona for Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. So if afterwards he basically was half asleep and he didn't have the kavona, that's fine. Omri Rav Nachman Dore Abdo, there's a story of Nachman said to Dore's servant, Mepsuka Kamatzaron, if you see me dozing off, then p- push me around, prod me, in order that I say the first posuk with kavona, But more than that, if sort of after I finish the first posuk, then if you see that I'm sort of dozing off, don't wake me up then. Another story: Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef said to another Rav Yosef was the son of Rabba. How did your father Rabba? What did he do in order to stay awake during while he was saying Krishna? Omale said to him, While saying the first posuk, he would sort of discomfort himself, as it were, to make himself alert in order that he can be Mahavan. Today live But more than that, he wouldn't make himself uncomfortable. I'm Rav Yosef. Says Rav Yosef, Rakdon Krishma person who lies on his back should not recite the Shema. We will see the reasons for this shortly. Says the Gemara says only that you shouldn't say Krishna. But sleeping in that position like on your back is allowed. Rabbi cursed somebody, he strongly disapproved or somebody, somebody who sleeps on his back. And Rashi explains here, and in Nida as well, gives two reasons. One is that if somebody sleeps on their back, and if they become aroused, and they're lying on the back, it's people can see it. And, and Rashi Nida says, yeah, that sometimes his hands might rest on his organ, and that might cause arousal. So therefore, that's why Rabbi Shurab and Levi, he cursed somebody who sleeps on his back. So the Kasha the Gemara is asking, says, only but mashma, sleeping is okay. So Elmer, the Gemara answers, no. Migna kimatsu shapadomi. With regard to sleeping, if he lies a little bit on his side, it's okay. Either because if you lie on your side, people won't see not exposed to the public or because his hand might not be touching so that's okay when you're sleeping that's okay we're not worried about 
Mikra, but with regards to saying Krishna, Avagav the Matsli Namahosa. Even if he climbs a little bit on his side, it's also forbidden. Why? Because it's not covered, it's not covered to say Krishna like that. If you're completely on your side, that's okay. But if you're sort of a little bit on your side, that is not considered covered. Ask the Gemara Rabbi Yochanan Matzlivakari. Rabbi Yochanan only leaned a little bit, and he did say Shema. We've just said that that's not considered covered. Ask the Gemara Shani Rabbi Yochanan Balbosa Hava. Rabbi Yochanan was very heavy, and therefore he couldn't go completely to his side. He did the best he possibly can. So for him, that was a direct covered. In other words, it's only if somebody can't do it, if somebody can do it and they don't do it, then it's not direct covered. But if somebody can't, they can't. Okay, now. Can I just give out these? I don't know if you've still got your uh, sheets. Oh, they're probably not in there anymore. Let me, hang on a minute. I'll keep one for myself. I'll give it out. I have to, have to share a little bit. One between two or something. If you remember, we had the Mishnah. Yeah, remember, we had the Mishnah as follows. If you, if you look on the right hand side of the piece of paper, let's say Bena Prokin, which says, Ramea says, Shamit Pnakovod. Remember, Pnakovod was an Odom Nechbod. And we've got underneath number two, Meshim Pnakovod. But the actual wording of the Mishnah is Shamit Pnakovod or Meshim. It doesn't say if it's because of Kovod, yeah, or what. It's just a Shamit Pnakovod. It tells you under what circumstances you are allowed to initiate the greeting. But it just says, Umeshiv. I've just put inverted, uh, I've put sort of Meshiv and Pnei covered because that's the Mascon of the Gomorrah. But on the, the actual mission, it says Meshiv. Similarly, if you look at the Emtar Perek, it says, Ramea says, Shayom and Pnei Hayira, if you're worried you're going to be killed. And it also says just Umeshiv. So now the Gomorrah is going to ask, what does that Meshiv mean? Okay. But Prokim Shail, etc. Meshiv Machmas Mai. When it says, Let's take the first case. Ben Aprokim Shomet Pnei Hakovod or Meishiv. Meishiv Machmas Mai. For the sake of what may you return a greeting? Ilem Mipnei Hakovod. If you want to say it's Meishiv Mipnei Hakovod, like number two and Ramea there, it doesn't make sense that the Gemara needs to tell us that. Hashda Mishal Shol. If he's allowed to initiate a greeting for an Adam Nechbad, Adurim Eboi. Do, do you have to tell us that he can return a greeting? It's obviously he can return a greeting. So he can't be telling us that. Elor, it must be, Shomipnea covered. And what's the next Madrega down? Or Meshiv Shalom Lolodom. Even if a person's not an Odom Nechbod, you can answer it to, to, you can answer to anybody. Now, then it comes Amos Safer. Look at the second part, which is Be'emsah Peret, which is on the left hand side. Remains of the Emsah Shomipnea Yira, or Meshiv. In the middle of a parak, remember, remind ourselves again, in the middle of a parak is say, in the middle of the first parsha of Shema, or the middle of one of the brochas, etc. But emsa shama pnayira, you cannot answer because of Adam Nachbod, but you can only answer pnayira, somebody's gonna kill you. Then it says, well, Meshiv. Again, same question, Meshiv, machmas mai. Ilem pnayira, if you say, Meshiv is mipnayira, hashtam mishul shoel, adur meboya. If you can already initiate a grating mipnayira, but emsa ha parak, it's obvious that you can answer. So it wouldn't be telling us that. Ella, you must go down one, one madrega down, mipnea covered. So what, what, what are we saying? We're saying like this. 
that what Rav Meir really means when he says Shalomet Pnei covered or Meishiv means Shalomet Pnei covered or Meishiv Shalom L'Chaladom and when Rav Meir says Shalomet Pnei Yira or Meishiv what does Meishiv mean? Meishiv Pnei covered always one Mandrega down but we have a problem with that if you go one Mandrega down then what? Rav Meir is going to be saying exactly the same as Rabbi Yehuda because look at Rabbi Yehuda, what does Rabbi Yehuda say? There's no argument, by the way, on the Shail part. Everyone agrees. If Ben Aprokim, Rameyah, and Rabbi Yehuda both say Shalom Pnei Kovod, and Emtar Perik both Rameyah and Rabbi Yehuda say Shalom Pnei Yira. The argument is on the Meishiv. So if we say what we said, like, for example, Rameyah, the first case, Shalom Pnei Kovod or Meishiv. Now it can't be Meishiv Pnei Kovod, because if you can read it, Shalom Pnei Kovod, of course you can be Meishiv. So what must it mean? Meishiv Shalom L'Chaladom. Look at Rabbi Yehuda. What does Rabbi Yehuda say? Two. Meishiv Shalom L'Chaladom. Similarly, when it comes to the Sefer, the Emtar Perek, Shalom Pnei Yerah Meishiv, we say, look, it can't, it can't be because of Yerah, because if you're ready, can initiate a greeting for Yerah, certainly you can be Meishiv. So it must be one Madriga down. Meishiv Pnei Kovod. Now look at Rabbi Yehuda, number two. Meishiv Pnei Kovod. So it, the way we are answering that what Rav Meir means, it would, it would, It'd be exactly the same as what Rabbi Yehuda says. And since it's presented in the Mishnah as a machalokas between Ramea and Rabbi Yehuda, that doesn't work out either. So we can't say that Ramea and Rabbi Yehuda are saying one and the same thing. So says the Gemara, now how did Rabbi Yehuda? What Ramea says is exactly the same as what Rabbi Yehuda said. Disnan, because we learned in the Mishnah, just repeats what it says in the Mishnah. Rabbi Yehuda, I'm ever empty Shalom at Pnei as you've got on the left hand side. Or Meshim and Pnei Kovod. Sorry, but Emsa, sorry, but I remember Emsa, Shail, Mipnei, Hayira. That's right, and Meshiv, Mipnei, Kovod. That's Rabbi Yehuda at the bottom of Emsa Perik, correct? Or Prokim and Bena Prokim on the right hand side, the bottom Rabbi Yehuda, Shail, 